Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Gillette, and here with me, as always, is Omar Pozos. What's going on, you guys? Happy New Year! We well, actually we are recording on uh, New Year's Eve. It is December thirty first, but this episode it won't come out for a couple weeks into the New Year. So um, we are, you know, when people are listening, it's like we're in a time machine going into we're time travelers. Wow, basically amazing. <laughs> Well, um, and, and that's where, you know, this conversation is super relevant on my mind because I know a lot of people are, you know, they're coming out of the holidays, they're coming out of New Year's Eve and they're like, all right, I'm ready to dial things in. I need to lose some weight um, and whatever it is. Like for a lot of people, it's I want to lose five to 10 pounds. For a lot of people, it's I want to lose like 20 to 30. And for other people, it's I want to lose 50 plus pounds. So regardless of what your individual goal is, as far as weight loss, I want to really walk through what actual expectations should be for that. Because I mean, Omar, I don't know about you, but I have been getting hit with all kinds of ads between like Instagram and emails and all these different things. I'm getting like texts and things nowadays where it's like, I saw one the other day. It was want to lose 50 pounds in 16 weeks. I was like, wow, that is aggressive. (laughs) I wonder how, like what the the process or what you actually need to do in order to do to lose that much weight in that little bit of time. Yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about today is that that is actually a ridiculous weight loss claim that is solely advertising. Um, You'll see things like lose 10 pounds in five days, you know, sign up now and you can drop 30 plus pounds in 30 days and these kinds of things that are really, really ridiculous. And really what they're doing is they're bending the truth. What they're doing is they're actually saying like you could feel 10 pounds lighter, you, you might see, um, you might reduce water weight, which in some instances for for some of these claims, let's say, you know, for the, the seven day kind of five day cleanse type claim, you'll see things that will say, you know, you can lose 10 pounds in a week. And in some instances, yes, that is possible. If you look at weight class sports, you look at wrestling, you look at Olympic weightlifting, you look at these things where you have to compete in a weight class. So you need to be at a certain weight to compete. And the goal with these things is you want to be at a lower weight class you want because you want to be the heaviest in that class because that gives you a performance advantage. Right. So what these athletes do is they'll like walk around at a normal weight. Like let's say they walk around at... 150 pounds, but they compete in a weight class that is like 145 pounds. So what do they do the week going up to their competition? They do these extreme measures just to lose water weight. 
weigh in the morning before the competition and then between that weigh in and the competition they they refeed they add all these electrolytes and things to get their health as much up as they can so that right there proves that you can manipulate the scale you can get a number down however we have to differentiate that that is not losing body fat you know what's funny you just reminded me so when i was in high school um i played football not very well so it wasn't a long career for me but <laughs> i did have a lot of friends that wrestled in school and i remember like they would do the wildest things like one guy i knew would carry around an empty uh gallon of, of water and he would just spit into it and like mm-hmm. basically would get all the water out of his so he basically had like this huge like spit cup yep. all day with him and i was like what the hell are you doing he's like you know i've got to get rid of the body weight mm-hmm. um or like you would see like a lot of those wrestling guys like they would wear the the sauna suits like yep. the plastic ones underneath their clothes and all day in class they would just be like sweating to try to make weight or whatever mm-hmm. and then one guy the um the craziest one he was like supposed to lose i don't know like two or three pounds between the time they left our school to go to the other school and, and go compete and so they put a, a salt bike in the bus so that he could do uh you know it's like spin like their sprints yeah, on it yeah on the bike while they were driving over yeah. there just as so that he could lose that every little bit of mm-hmm. last uh, of water weight, yep. which is just nuts. Exactly. It's 100% all you're doing in that instance is manipulating water weight. You, you physiologically cannot lose body fat that fast or that drastically. And so the, you know, like we're talking there about like a week of weight loss, but now let's talk about like when you see these claims of like, oh, you know, want to lose, like we were talking about the 50 pounds in 16 weeks. I mean, physiologically, I think it's extremely drastic in that's four months to be losing 50 pounds in four months. That doesn't happen. But, you know, if it, if we're talking about extremes there of, if we're getting up to into that range of like 30, 40 pounds, even in four months, which is crazy. It's a lot. It could happen, but that we're talking about your weight going down. We are not talking about body fat going down. So what is your weight actually comprise of that that means it's your muscle mass it's water weight it's all of these different things that make up your body so when we are seeing weight go down when we're on like these extreme diets where you see rapid change in the scale what's actually happening is you're losing muscle most likely because why does this happen your body essentially sees fat body fat as a protective mechanism we we've evolved as human beings to put on body fat as a way to stay alive body fat is calories on your body to be there as like a backup storage if you were to go into a mode uh, into starvation if you didn't have access to food you could survive because you have those body fat on you to well that's why they say that you know like if the world ended or whatever, the first people to die would be like your bodybuilders and yeah. the jacked guys because yeah. they have no body fat. Actually, or yeah, very little body like fat. to an extent, of course, health in- needs to be uh, included in there, but like to an extent, the more overweight people would survive longer because yeah. physically their bodies could survive off of those fat storage. Um, but, you know, that the reason, and I want to be very clear here because people might be like, well, I don't, I don't really care if I'm losing muscle. I just want to get smaller. I have heard that before. Why should you care though? Because this is what's interesting, right? Yeah. So muscle, muscle mass is essentially like your metabolism's engine. Think about, you know, when we talk about the metabolism is like, um, really we're talking about like how many calories per day are you burning 
Like what does your body run on? If calories are the currency, the energy currency, how much energy does it take for your engine of your body to run? Well, your muscle mass, your muscle is hungry. Muscle eats up a lot of calories. So when you start losing muscle mass, now your metabolism is rapidly slowing down. It's rapidly, rapidly slowing down because as every little bit of muscle you lose, now you don't need as many calories to survive. And that's why your body is favoring just letting go of muscle and holding on to fat. Because think about survival. If you're you're in this extreme diet, you know, you're eating, I don't know, less than 1200 calories per day, which I mean, honestly, for some of these, I've seen a lot worse. I've seen people on like these 800 calorie diets and things. Which is crazy because I can have a Chipotle bowl that's 800 calories (laughs) and I'll eat that for dinner. (laughs) But okay, you're on this, this diet. What's actually happening is your body's saying, well, you know, if this is the new normal, like if, if we're starving, like your body doesn't understand your body's just thinking like, oh my God, we're in a new state of famine. What's going like the, the red lights are, are blaring. Like, you know, we're going into survival mode here. What do we need to survive? Let's get rid of that muscle that's eating up all this calories. Get rid of that. Let's hold on to the body fat. That's going to keep us alive. And think of it this way, um, Vanessa, and correct me if I'm wrong, but just to put a picture in people's head, um, think of it as a car. So no matter what kind of tires you put on your car, no matter what kind of fuel, what kind of brakes, what kind of, I don't know, racing seats or whatever, suspension, all that stuff you put in there, if your engine is only as big as it is, it doesn't matter what accessories you put on it, mm-hmm. you put on it, it'll only go as far or it'll only go as fast as that engine will allow it to go, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the same thing with your muscle burning calories. Yep, exactly. And you know, the the real issue here is so like, okay, let's say you have some extreme willpower, you can stick to this crazy diet for 16 weeks. You're like, it's only it's only four months, I can do it, I can tough it out, I'm strong, I'm gonna do it. And during those 16 weeks, you see that scale plummeting down, but you are losing muscle. You're, you're looking at yourself in the mirror and even thinking like, you know, okay, like maybe I'm getting a little smaller, but like I'm getting kind of skinny fat. Like I, and I feel weaker. I feel really low energy. I don't feel good. And it's just, it's not really like feeling right. But eventually, you know, you tough it out, you get to the end of the 16 weeks and you're like, hallelujah, I'm done with my diet. Like I'm going back to eating what I was eating before. You know, you were, you go back to eating the carbs and the sweets and all these things you didn't allow yourself to have before. And now what happens? Your metabolism has shrunk way down, meaning now your body is running off of really low calories. That's what your body has decided. Okay, this is the new normal. So we've you know, down-regulated the metabolism. We have made our engines smaller so that we don't need as many calories. But now suddenly you come in and you go back to your, your normal, what was you were doing before this dieting phase. And now that normal is, you know, regardless of if you're going back to like an actual normal, if you're just eating like the amount of calories you should have been eating, or if, if most likely what most people do is they start to binge after these diets. So they over consume yeah, calories. I've, I've done that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to eat all the things you weren't allowed to eat. Like, of course, you're going to order all your favorite things and you're going to enjoy yourself. But you're now consuming a lot of calories, which means that the difference between the amount of calories you're consuming and the amount that your metabolism is running on is really big. Mm. And guess what happens to that difference in calories? That excess calories? It gets stored as body fat. So now you're adding on all this body fat rapidly. 
because you're in a place where now you have, you don't have much muscle, you know, maybe, maybe you got smaller, but now you're skinny fat, but now you're rapidly adding on body fat. So now you look and feel way worse than you even did before you started the diet. Yeah. So essentially what happened, what ends up happening is let's say your goal was to lose, I don't know, 15 pounds. Okay. So you stuck it out the 16 weeks or however long you were doing it. And then you go back to your normal eating habits, your normal uh, gym routine, or if you had any at all, and then you end up probably putting on another, I don't know, five pounds or more. So you actually end up losing or gaining weight overall instead of losing the original 15 pounds you wanted, right? Exactly. Um, like for example, you know, I had a consult call yesterday with a woman who she had a baby earlier this year and she wanted to lose the baby weight. So what did she do? You know, she did only things she really like knew how to do, like what she's seeing on Instagram. She did a detox. She did a 10 day detox. And guess what? She lost nine pounds in those 10 days. But you know what happened? She gained it all back and more. Since that detox, she actually continued to just be in this roller coaster of calorie restrictions and then binge eating and, you know, trying to slow down the weight loss. So she would be like, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna eat less food. I'm going to eat more of these healthy foods. I'm going to eat more salads and things. And, but then she would end up just like getting hungry and binging on the weekend. And now she's in a place where she now has 30 pounds to lose. But I mean, thankfully she, she came to us and she did end up joining our team. So now we're actually going to be able to teach her how to do this the right way so that she can actually keep this off for life. So then, you know, even if she or to have another baby in the future, she's going to know how to easily lose the weight without it being a struggle because she's going to have her metabolism in a good spot. And, you know, I want to point out too, like as you're, if you're considering doing some sort of diet in the new year, you'll see a lot of programs out there posting photos of these before and afters that are like 30, 60, 90 day transformations. And you're like, wow, you know, that those photos, that transformation looks really, really good. Like this must work. So like, you know, I hear you, Vanessa, but like I'm seeing evidence that it does work. So I'm going to believe that. But here's the thing. Even if you are seeing a crazy transformation, which beware of those kinds of transformations. (laughs) I mean, uh, there's a lot of editing that goes on in that stuff. I've seen it in some really unethical things. But anyway, that's for another podcast. But the thing is, what you're not seeing is you're not seeing like the after, after transformation. You're seeing the before and the after. You're not seeing the after, after, which I will tell you right now, 99% of those people from those amazing transformations regain the weight. And that's actually like, it's horrible, but that's why some of those businesses thrive. They get that recurring revenue. People think, well, you know, this worked for me the first time. Like, you know, I, I, I did it. I lost the weight the last time I did this like 30 day or 90 day thing and it worked then. So, you know, it it definitely works, but you know, I'm the issue. I don't have enough willpower. I messed up and I, I regained the weight. I'm the problem. But if I just go back to that thing that worked before, if I do it again, then obviously, you know, I'm going to get the same result, right? Logically, it seems like that would make sense. But what's actually happening is every time they go to do that, they're getting less and less of a result because their metabolism slows down with each cycle of doing that. And each time they rebound worse and worse. And so they now get to this place where over time they've 
regains that weight back. They, they've regained it back and just in a more like dramatic way. And eventually over time, they get to a place where like they've spent all this money, they've wasted all this time and they look and feel worse than they did before they ever even started. But what, what I hate about this is it ends up being where, you know, it happened over time and now it's a, a woman who's maybe getting a little bit older and now she blames it on her age. She doesn't realize that she's not the problem. Her age is not the problem. The choices she made with dieting is the problem. And luckily those things are reversible. Yeah. And, and I, I think, and Vanessa, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, you know, it's going to take some time to reverse all of the potential damage and, and harm that you've done to your body, right? Because at the hormonal level, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on that I'm sure you can explain better than I do. Um, but I was going to say the other, to, to, to your point, you know, a lot of the, the, like the big time shows, like the biggest loser or whatever, you know, those people end up gaining the weight after they go off the show. Mm-hmm. And um, look at, look it up. You will see none of the biggest loser contestants have kept off the weight. Yeah. And what, what I, what was interesting to me was, you know, a lot of um, like different podcasts and stuff that we've listened to were like, we're, we're mentioning, you know, the approach that these shows take to help these people lose this weight in, in such a short amount of time is, you know, maybe, I don't know, glamorous or tele- done in a way that's marketable for TV. Mm-hmm. But if you did it in a way that's actually sustainable, it wouldn't be as glamorous. It wouldn't be as, as entertaining to watch and be like, well, then nobody would tune into the show, which is the reason why they do it the way they do it. It's more for TV, not to truly help the people or the contestants. Exactly. On yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess we should clarify too, um, what, an actual timeline looks like to yeah. actually lose this kind of weight. Yeah. What is healthy or like a healthy and sustainable amount of weight to lose? Um, would you say like a fat per week? Yeah. So we have to be very clear here. You know, we can't measure how much body fat you're actually losing week over week. We can really only measure on the scale. And yes, there are, you know, a lot of the newer scales like do a um, an estimate of your body fat percentage, but understand that that's not 100% accurate. Those are estimates. It's more so doing a calculation. Um, we don't really know how much body fat of the percentage of your weight is moving. And that's where, you know, having really quality, uh, a coach to have an eye on this and understand looking at your photos, looking at measurements, looking at different things and being able to tell that for you, along with just the knowledge of knowing if you do things right, we can minimize losing any lean muscle in this process. But on the scale, you know, when it comes to weight loss, um, really half a pound to two pounds per week is the general recommendation for a healthy rate of weight loss per week. Now, let's be very clear here. You know, obviously everybody's gonna be like, oh, cool. Like I hear that and I want two pounds now. I wanna lose two pounds per week. You need to understand that, you know, there are, Um, different variables that go into it. So obviously, number one, like if you are a bigger person, you have more weight to lose, you can lean more onto that extreme end of the spectrum in terms of how much weight you could lose. Um, You know, when we get in talking about bigger men, they could lose even upwards of two and a half to even three pounds of body weight per week. That can happen. But that in itself is really, really difficult to do. There's a lot of trade-offs that have to happen with that. You're going to have to be a little bit more 
um, dialed in with your behaviors. And that comes the trade-off that can make it potentially less sustainable because you're, you may not at the same time be learning the habits and behaviors that are going to help you maintain that weight loss. So that being said, my recommendation is let's shoot depending on how much we have to lose, because that's a major factor. Let's aim for a pound per week, but that's not going to necessarily always be every single week you're losing a pound. There are going to be weeks where you lose a quarter of a pound. There's going to be weeks where you don't lose any weight and that's okay. It is not a downward trend of every single week you lose the same amount. There are going to be some weeks where it doesn't, you, it, there are going to be some weeks where you see the scale go up and that's okay because if you're doing things right, if you're strength training as well, if you're focused on changing your body composition, your weight is going to fluctuate because you are going to accumulate new lean muscle mass, which is what you want that's how you change how your body actually looks, the shape of it. You're sculpting the body that you want. And see, I didn't know that. I, I did not know that weight is not necessarily linear. I didn't know that it fluctuated. Like you said, you know, sometimes it goes up, sometimes it goes down, sometimes it remains the same, And which is why I have now learned from you and, and just kind of diving into all this stuff that a lot of the outside factors of your everyday life one of those being stress and, and your, you know, energy levels and all that stuff, all that goes into account to your weight loss plan, right? Not just exactly. you're exercising, you're eating this and it, it'll work. I mean, you're, you're more than that. It's not an equation as easy as that. Yeah. And trust me for, I mean, for those who are listening, maybe you wanted to hear something different. Maybe you have a bigger weight loss goal and you're hearing that a pound per week and you're like, you know, I want to lose 50 to 100 pounds, and you're thinking like 100 weeks? Like, oh my gosh. And one thing to think about, like, I know it can be frustrating. I know you just want to lose the weight as quickly as possible. But the thing is, if it sounds too good to be true, if it's saying 50 pounds in 16 weeks, too good to be true, it probably is. And if you get impatient and you rush the process, you will extend the process. Going, oh, I like that. If you go too fast, you're you're not going to get very far. You're going to end up back where you started. It's almost kind of like the the turtle and the the tortoise and the hare kind of a thing. If you try and take the hare approach and you run too fast, you you try and make the weight loss a sprint. You're going to get tired. You're going to hurt yourself. Burn gonna, yourself out. Yeah, and binge. you're going to end up yeah. going backwards and regaining the weight. As opposed to if you just say. I'm not going to focus on seeing weight loss happen. I'm going to focus on changing my behaviors and changing um, and creating habits and behaviors that will in the end create weight loss. Then you're going to be set. All you have to do is let the time pass and you're eventually going to get to your goal. And, you know, like I want to be clear here too. Like I'm saying these things are like, oh, you know, this is how long it will take. There's other variables that go into this. You know, I've I've seen this with clients who have a severe history of dieting where, you know, maybe we end up also uncovering that there's now a lot of hormone imbalances as a result of that history of dieting because dieting, it does, especially for us females, our sex hormones are extremely sensitive and they will change and fluctuate with these kinds of extreme stresses we put on ourselves. And so I've seen people in those situations where we have things that we need to address before the body's even willing to let go of the body fat. I think I've said this before, um, but if not, I'll, I'll mention it again. I thought for the longest time that that was the biggest sales gimmick for nutrition coaches. It was, 
you know, you can't do this in six weeks. It'll take, you know, three months. It'll take six months. I'm like, you guys just want my money. You guys just want me to work with you longer. That's what it is. And I was like, I'm going to do it my way. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, I sure maybe I lost a little bit of weight that I wanted. And then, like you said, binged and ate anything and everything inside afterwards. And I gained it right back mm-hmm. plus more. Yeah. And I was like, well, okay, maybe there is a little bit of truth to them being like, well, you know, it's a process and it's going to take this amount of, this amount of time. Um, and it's not a sales gimmick, which is what I thought, but mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And, and I, I feel like this stuff just isn't talked about enough. It's not common knowledge because it isn't sexy to sell like, Hey, you know, it might take, I don't know, 20 weeks to lose that 20 pounds, but also we have to see where your hormones are at. And also we need to make sure your stress is managed and also these other things. So it might actually take longer, but Hey, want to lose the weight? No, it's sexier to sell want to lose 20 pounds in 20 days or take this pill for three weeks and you know you'll lose this much weight right or drink this tea or I don't know come to my office and I'll do this procedure for you and I'll exactly the fat out of you or whatever you know that's where liposuction starts to sound appealing it's like oh sure just you know I could either do these things change my habits and behaviors go to the gym make all these changes or oh just you know put me to sleep and I'll wake up and you take the fat out of me yeah But again, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Do you know the rates on regain from things like liposuction? It's ridiculous. And that's because, again, liposuction does not suddenly insert the habits and behaviors you need to keep the weight off. So really, gosh, I feel like we could turn this into a major rant. But I think we just need to kind of wrap it up here that like, instead of just keep trying to do that like fast weight loss approach over and over and over again and not getting results and you just you know you gain it back and you you just end up right back where you started take the sustainable approach the time will pass regardless of which approach you do but I guarantee you the sustainable approach is the only one that's going to get you the results that will actually last So if you are ready to do this the right way, the sustainable way, you want to tighten up, you want to be toned and fit and lean, and you want to feel good, you don't want to just see a number go down knowing you're only getting, becoming skinny fat and setting yourself up to regain it and just feeling worse. You want to feel good in your body when you don't want to have to, you know, clear your schedule or give up your favorite foods and things to do it, then you might be right for our program. So we are actually opening up a few spots here for the new year. These spots will go fast, but click the link in our bio, fill out a brief application, and then me or someone on my team will message you to schedule a free one-on-one, no obligation consultation call with me personally. And that's really just to really figure out if you meet the criteria for our coaching to see if we would be a good fit to work together and to lay out a personalized game plan for you to help you reach your goals. So I can't wait, you guys, to help you get the body that you have been wanting for so long in 2022 so you can get leaner, stronger, have more energy, and really start living the life that you have dreamed of. But that is all from us this week. We will be back next week. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens. 
talk to you in the next episode.